Les's League. Welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Now, I just want to give you guys a head up, a heads up, sorry, um, going into these reviews and obviously into this week. Um, I'm going to be going on retreat from Wednesday to Friday. Now, I just want to make this clear uh, with how things are going to work this week. So today, Monday, where this is coming out, obviously, uh, I'm going to be releasing all of the reviews. Um, tomorrow on Tuesday, I'm actually going to be recording all of the previews uh, and I'm going to set them out for all of the days. Um, so the way the week's going to work is just so you guys are clear and understand where I'm coming from here. Um, I'm obviously going to be away Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So I won't be there on Thursday to record the Thursday preview or on, fr- on Friday to record the Friday preview. Um, on Saturday, I probably won't have time to record the Saturday preview because I'll probably be watching the Thursday game and the two Friday games before the Saturday game kicks off, which is going to take up a lot of the day, if not all of that section before the Saturday game. Um, <clears throat> so I do want to be switched on for that. Um, and, you know, there's going to be no time on Saturday to record any of those. Uh, and then Sunday, you know, anything I did miss on the Friday games, be watching that. Uh, plus, you know, going over the Saturday game. So I've no, I've got all of my notes for that week. So I won't be able to record the Sunday preview, which is why I'm going to record them all on Tuesday uh, and then set them out for Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday. Um, so hopefully that's okay with you guys. Obviously, there will be some inconsistencies with lineups. Obviously, because if I, re- if I record them all on Tuesday, obviously after Tuesday, there could be a few changes, which means uh, I won't get all of the changes on the bench. And I'll try and sort of screenshot the changes and put them on my Instagram so- story. So you still are getting all those change updates. Um, but you know, there will be some inconsistencies somewhere. So just letting you guys know, it's only going to be for this week, round three, uh, and then obviously uh, round four, round five, etc. it will be all back to normal. So just let it, just giving you guys the heads up there uh, about that one. But let's get straight into this Thursday pre uh, review, sorry, uh, from round two. Round two, it was a pretty uh, unexpected round. Uh, obviously, some wins we didn't expect there. Uh, my tips, I think I went pretty shocking. I haven't actually had a look at my tips yet, but I will go through those um, in another podcast. But look, Panthers v South, um, what a game that was. Uh, really tough defense by both teams. I thought South especially, uh, particularly when Penrith were on the front foot with when Sonny Luke came onto the field. I thought that South defense uh, was really, really strong and really, really good. Uh, it was a try disallowed due to a knock on from Liam Martin off Liam Martin's shoulder. Now, look, for me, watching this back, I mean, I don't think it's a knock-on, you know, I don't think it's a knock-on at all. Uh, Obviously, it's come off the shoulder, which means it's just bounced off the shoulder. It hasn't come off the hands, the forearm. So it's not a knock-on. I think that he would have been offside from where he actually got the ball anyway. So I think regardless, the try would have been disallowed anyway. So, I mean, it's not too much of a concern for Panthers fans. I know some would be filthy that that wasn't a try. It should have been a try uh, in some circumstances. However, I think that the player that got the ball after Liam Martin probably uh, was a little offside from where the ball bounced from. Obviously, coming forward off Liam Martin, it wasn't a knock-on, but it would have been offside uh, regardless. So... 
That try was disallowed there. Um, Seas were targeting Tarev with kicks to start. I just thought the kick chase wasn't there. I mean, they were targeting with the kicks. Um, and uh, maybe at the start, it was a little bit better than it was halfway through or towards the end of the game. Uh, but I thought the kick chase was just non-existent from South Sydney. And, you know, maybe if the kick chase was there, it would have been a totally different game. Uh, really putting some pressure on Taruva. But that kicks win, they put pressure on him. He'd go all right, but catching it and then make about 20 metres. Uh, it was like, where was the kick pressure? If you want to pressure a new guy coming into this team, yeah, it's all right to have a big kick, have a bomb straight to him, but get some kick pressure on him. Make him fumble the ball by having guys running full pelt at him. You know, I mean, just don't kick it at him and expect him, you know, to fumble it regardless. You know, um, put some pressure on him. Make him fumble the ball. Um, I mean, yeah, the kick pressure was just non-existent at some moments in that game, which I thought was pretty disappointing from CR Sydney. The kicks were great. Lachlan Lee's kicking game was outstanding. Uh, again, he's really come out and had a strong game in this one. But, you know, the kick chase, I mean, could have been a little bit better from CR Sydney. Um, Panthers score off a Cleary bomb. I mean, obviously... You know, we're pressuring Taruva, South Sydney. Um, the, the Panthers were pressuring Isaac Thompson with kicks as well, especially those big bombs that Nathan Cleary was putting up. Holy heck, as he's learned something from his old mate at the Panthers, Matt Burton, um, because, geez, those bombs were absolutely insane. Um, you know, South didn't even try to catch the Cleary bombs either. They were letting him bounce maybe a few times and letting the Panthers get right in their face as well. They weren't, you know, very keen on catching these bombs, um, which I thought was a little bit disappointing as well. And just a few errors in, in certain areas in South Sydney's game, I think really lost the game for them in this one. Um, yeah, so Panthers score off that Cleary bomb. South won't try and catch Cleary bombs. The Panthers look much better, but I, they're still a little bit undisciplined. They definitely have improved from obviously round one, but there's still a bit of undisciplinedness, if that's even a word, or indiscipline uh, in that team. Um, obviously, without Appy Coruscant, it just looks a bit untidy still. Uh, but, you know, f- to get from where they were in round one to where they are in round two, I mean, from losing to the Brisbane Broncos, a team that wasn't really in the fight towards the back end of last year, to having a pretty decent win against the CR Sydney Rabbitohs here. Um, I mean, as, they've come a long way. They have really come a long way, the Panthers, for me. Uh, but there are still things I think they really do need to watch on. Uh, sorry, need to work on. Uh, and I think that includes their discipline. And look, for South Sydney as well, we were talking about not going for those Cleary bombs. They weren't even rushing Cleary on those kicks. They gave him about 10 metres to run before he actually kicked the ball. Um, there was no sort of effort there to go and rush on Cleary. And again, you know, if we rushed on Cleary, if we go and catch those bombs, you know, if we put kick pressure on Taruva when we kicked to him on last tackle or when Ilias kicked to him on last tackle... I think South Sydney would have gone a lot better, a a ton of a lot better. I reckon they would have put a lot of pressure on the Panthers and maybe even won that game. Uh, There's just those little effort areas that South Sydney didn't execute in this game that probably could have got them the win if they were to execute those little things, right? So, yeah, uh, I just think there's little effort areas for South Sydney that they do need to work on going into next week. Uh, but it was a really tough physical game as well, which I loved. Uh, Seattle rushing up in D, now forcing Martin's second knock on. I mean, they were rushing up on guys like Liam Martin and those strike guys that they passed to, Stephen Crichton, um, you know, in attack. But, yeah, when it came to, you know, 
rushing up on them when they've kicked to them after Lockie Elias puts a kick up. That was just, that was just non-existent and rushing up on Cleary on last tackle was non-existent as well. But they were still, uh, they still had some pretty decent defense, which we do have to credit there. Um, you know, when, when the Panthers were in attack. Fuck, Dylan Edwards had a big game in this one as well. Some hard running. You don't see any hard running fullbacks. Like, he was taking front row hit-ups. He was honestly taking front row hit-ups there. Uh, Dylan Edwards, he was outstanding for me. Uh, Penrith looked better with Sonny Luke at nine. I've said it for the past two weeks. I know it's only been two games, but I really do think that the Panthers are much, much used, more used to, sorry, uh, the dynamic of uh, Sonny Luke at nine. A lot of people said that they would rather have it how it is now. Uh, Mitch Kenny starts, he plays about 20 minutes, and then Sonny Luke plays the rest of the game. To be honest, watching that game and watching the dynamic automatically shift where Panthers are playing a much faster, much more dynamic uh, way of football. I thought it was actually all right. I don't mind it, to be honest, now that I think about it. Um, so, look, I, I don't mind Mitch Kenny starting at all. I don't know, I don't mind whatever way they go. Uh, it's just that they've got to work on that and, and get used to that uh, in terms of the spine over the next few weeks. I think that's a big thing for uh, the Panthers. That and their discipline is something they do need to work on uh, going into the next few weeks. It's going to be something that gets them back into the conversation for, you know, that grand final contender if they weren't there already. Uh, Trell with a 20-40 attempt. I haven't seen a 20-40 attempt in a long while, but it was very, very close. Uh, I think it was uh, Brian Toto that actually defused that one, but... Um, yeah, very, very close to getting a 2040 there. It would have been a big moment uh, or a big dynamic shift in that game. Uh, key chase from South was non-existent, as we were saying before, and there was no pressure on Taruva. I thought Keon Kalomatungi, his defense there on that edge and then coming into the middle as well, uh, he was great. I thought defensively, he was solid as a rock. I thought that there was no one that was going to get through Keon Kalomatungi there. Uh, Isaiah Yo, he had a beautiful ball to Garner, who unfortunately knocks it on. Uh, that, again, would have been another big dynamic shift in this game. Isaiah Yo and his ball playing has improved substantially. Uh, that be that, It just shows how good of a lock forward Isaiah Yo is and why he's considered the best lock forward in the game at the moment. An absolute dime uh, to Luke Garner. It was unfortunate that he knocked it on there. He didn't think he knocked it on. It was just that split second there before he grounded it that he had fumbled it. Uh, was very unlucky for Luke Garner, but fuck. Uh, it was a really good ball there from Isaiah Yo. Uh, South's kicking game, as we said before, Lockie Ilias had a really strong kicking game in this one. I thought he was rock solid as well, uh, putting up some big, big kicks there for Taruva. As we said before, just I would have loved to have seen a kick chase off those kicks as well. Uh, you know, it's one thing having a halfback, having an awesome kicking uh, kicking game with the boot, but it's another thing for you know your your guys around you to sort of chase the kicks and put pressure on because that was non-existent in this game uh, and it's one of the reasons to, for me personally that CR Sydney lost this one. Uh, Cody, uh, he was a little bit more involved, which was nice. I'd love to see a much more involved Cody and also running the ball, getting deep into the line as well. It's one thing that Cody does really, really well. And he's one of the best, you know, five eights in the game that does this sort of thing. Um, but it was just unfortunate not to see that from him. Uh, I would have liked to have seen him a little bit more involved, but, you know, he was a lot more involved than he was last week. So I do credit that for him. Uh, I mean, and a brain snap from Cody Walker causes him to knock the football on and, 
I think for me, that was when Panthers really got in South's heads and uh, and won that game. For me, it was when Cody Walker did have that brain snap. It's one thing that concerns me about Cody Walker. He is one of the leaders in this side and he is capable of those brain snaps and things like that. Hopefully, it doesn't happen again next week uh, because it did force an error and it did uh, change the momentum. It was particularly in a moment where South Sydney was starting to sort of grasp that momentum back as well in this game. Uh, but Cody's brain snap there sort of butchered that opportunity. Uh, the first half felt like a full game uh, with the amount of action and drama. Luai set up Targo on halftime with an awesome play. That was fucking unbelievable. That When he was in, in a tackle getting thrown to the ground, manages to get a grubber kick away, perfectly weighted there for Isaac Tago uh, for him to score a try. That was fucking insane. Luai just shows you how good he is. I mean, people always give him shit. They always give him shit because uh, he's next to Nathan Cleary, who is the best halfback in the game. He's next to the best halfback in the game, uh, and they don't give him enough credit uh, for how good he actually is and how well he actually complements Nathan Cleary and how much pressure he actually takes off Nathan Cleary in certain moments as well. Um, fuck, he's a so underrated for me, uh, uh, Jerome Luai, and, um, you know... You know, you, you sort of understand why he gets selected in Origin every single year because of those fucking effort areas that he puts in. Absolute legend. Um, I thought Sonny Luke was absolutely unbelievable. Nathan Cleary came off at halftime too with an ankle injury, let's not forget. Um, we'll have to monitor that over this week and see how that goes for him. I think his, I think what NRL Physio said, it was a minor sprain or something like that. So he should be okay to play, but they are. It's, it, is an, it is an injury that sort of lingers as well. So uh, definitely want to watch there for um, Nathan Cleary. Uh, Sonny Luke was unreal, as we said before. Panthers with all the momentum in the second half for me. Uh, Cody sets up AJ in, in a specific moment in that game, uh, a, a moment where, you know, you th- you'd think that the momentum would shift. Um, I thought Stephen Crichton's defense was uh, really, really good in the second half as well. Um, I think South's discipline, to be honest, and we, we were sort of mentioning this or mentioning this for the whole time now. I think South's discipline was, was the main thing for me that lost South Sydney the game. The knock-ons, the brain snap, not, not chasing kicks, uh, not trying to go for those Nathan Cleary bombs and giving Penrith back the ball. It was a try scored off it as well. Um, I mean, you know, just those little effort areas and a little bit of discipline for South Sydney will go a long way. And I think it's the same for the Penrith Panthers. There were moments in that game where they were undisciplined as well. It was a very undisciplined game of football. Panthers, South Sydney, South Sydney more so for me, need to work on the discipline. And I think once those teams get a hold of that discipline, I think they'll be much better for it and much better finals contenders going into this year as well. Isaiah Tass, brilliant try at the end. Wasn't enough though. South only just lose in an awesome effort to nearly come back in this game as well. But, you know, those little effort areas, I mean, they could have scored a try sooner and maybe won the game uh, against the Penrith Panthers. Super unlucky with their discipline and hopefully they do go a little bit better uh, this week as well. But um, yeah, look, the main point for me, discipline for both teams is something they do need to work on. Um, now, I've got a question, and I might throw you a little bit off guard because um, 
we are going to do a little shout out here, mate. Do you love your Oz tag? I do. I got back into it um, this year. Played with a, a group of mates. We didn't we didn't go the best, but you know we had a had a bit of fun. That's mm. for sure. Yeah. Well, if you love your Oz tag, mate. Now, do you love the beach as well? Are you a beach guy? Are you are you keen for a bit of bit of suntan? Mate. Yeah, of course. Everyone loves the beach. It's you're not Australian if you don't love the beach. Well, if you love the beach, mate, and you love Oz tag. Mate, get into evosportsco.com.au. They're selling all of their Oz tags. They're selling some awesome Oz tag kits. You get tags, you get belts, you get uh, cones as well to set up the game, and you get a and you get a waterproof footy. Now, there's always that dickhead at the beach. You're playing touch footy on the beach, and he kicks the ball into the water, mate. Well, this solves that problem because it is a waterproof football so you get cones you get belts you get tags and you also get the waterproof football as well mate does that just sound absolutely insane does that sound like the best thing you've ever heard mate that it's phenomenal it is exactly it's exactly what's needed they've found a gap in the market and they've they've smashed it they have smashed it mate so make sure if you haven't already if you haven't already i'm sure you have aiden mate because from what i've just heard mate i bet you have i bet you have Go to yep. evosportsco.com.au and grab yourself a pair of tags and get this, mate. If it wasn't good enough, if you use the code BIGLES10, you can get 10% off. Mate, it's almost robbery. 10% 10, off. 10%. 10%. Mate, they may as well give it away for free. Oh, exactly, mate. They may as well give it away. It's robbery. It's robbery. 10% off these tags. evosportsco.com. .au, family business, mate. you got to support it. Get in there. Get some tags before time runs out. Big Les 10. Thanks for hopping on, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure to do these season previews with you and can't wait for the next little collab that we do in the future. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. And, um, you know, enjoy the season that's ahead. And um, I'll see you when the Tigers are lifting the trophy. Totally, mate. And I'll be keeping you accountable for that, lad. I'll tell you that for free. I'll be keeping you accountable, mate. We'll be going back. We'll be going back. All right. Cheers, brother. Cheers.